This is the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance podcast. I am Kayla Schneider, Development Officer here at Loris College, and with me today is Trent Hanselman, 2018 graduate of Loris, Assistant Director of Marketing of D- Digital Media, and uh, 2018 graduate Michaela Dolman. Women's Leadership Alliance's mission is to engage women on the Loris College campus in alumni communities, connecting them or reconnecting them with the college with the overall goal of supporting young women who are attending Loris or who wish to attend Loris. If you wish to support the Women's Leadership Alliance Scholarship, please visit alumni.loris.edu forward slash giving and be sure to put the LWLA scholarship in the designation field. Coming up here in 21 days, we have an exciting day. I'm sure you might be getting tired of hearing any of us talk about it, but 21 days away now is Dewhawk Day, uh, March 11th. Uh, we will be celebrating, uniting, and supporting Loris College with a new goal of 1839 donors in 24 hours. Uh, take a look at the new website that we've been working on with our marketing team. Uh, loris.edu forward slash Dewhawk Day, and you'll be able to follow along, see how many donors we're tracking throughout the day, and we have a variety of challenges, one that includes the Women's Leadership Alliance Challenge, uh, so stay tuned. If, if you don't support the scholarship today, there's always an opportunity to do so. Uh, Michaela, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, Trent, thank you again for taking time out and doing this for us. So, Michaela, it's kind of, I've been telling people that um, on past podcasts or previous podcasts that I've been really excited to have you on because it's kind of special because you are our first scholarship recipient. Yes, I... (laughs) Um, I do still remember getting the email about receiving the scholarship, and I was just in shock because it was targeted for juniors and seniors at the time, and I was a senior. And, of course, all my friends or female friends who Mm -hmm. had applied, I'm like, there's so many good candidates. All my friends are applying. They're all amazing people, my roommates. And I was like, there's no way. Like, there's so like (laughs) like, feeling about my friends. I was like, you guys are amazing. All these people are involved in the same things I'm involved in, like – I was such in shock and still so thankful for how that impacted my senior year financially and just the stress like that took away from me. Well, good. We're so happy to hear that. And honestly, you're pretty amazing, too. I mean, we went through and that's the I mean, that's the great thing about Loris College is, is that we have amazing students here. And if we could help every single one of them with this scholarship, we absolutely would, because it's not an easy decision. But, it you know, it makes it it makes it easy, you know, when you've got good candidates like you that are taking advantage and applying for it. So if you are listening and you are a current junior and senior we do have an application out right now to to apply for the scholarship for next academic year Uh, the application deadline is March 31st and uh, please encourage uh, if you have a a female Duhok in a junior or senior know anyone encourage them to apply because uh, it's definitely a great opportunity for them 
And uh, if uh, if you're in the area um, on March 19th, we are uh, the Loris Women's Leadership Alliance is partnering with LULAC, uh, the LULAC chapter here at, at Loris, uh, with our spring event. Um, it's from 5.30 to 8 o'clock, and it is in the Miller Academic Resource Center on the third floor, and it should be a great, uh, a great event uh, partnering with them, hearing uh, LULAC students' stories along with uh, uh, Deanna Miller, 2009 graduate, who will be our keynote. So uh, stay tuned on that because it will be hitting your inbox soon. So where are you at now, Michaela? Um, so it's been almost two years since graduation, so I currently work full-time with Opening Doors at the Teresa Shelter, and I'm the case manager for the emergency program. So I work with the women and children who enter for the first 30 days. That's considered the emergency, so my job is pretty much getting them out of crisis mode and getting the basic needs covered within that first week, food, clothes, insurance, medical appointments, and then daycare, school enrollment if they're from out of town. And then finally, hopefully in that last week, looking at jobs or if they've had income previously, looking at apartments if they're not looking for our extended stay or Maria House Transitional Program. So I love the job. So my caseload is up to 15 people at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's an adventure every day because everyone is so different. And Mm -hmm. then getting to know the people and the needs and then really seeing the barriers that are common in Dubuque but also with the people experiencing homelessness and what's common and what's different about each person. Sure. That's, thank you for doing that work. I'm sure it's, it sounds rewarding. Yes, absolutely. Did you always see yourself, um, was that always what you wanted to do right out of college? Was that your first job? I'll ask you that first. Um, I actually started part-time at the Teresa Shelter because I'd already accepted uh, an AmeriCorps position my first year out of mm-hmm. college. So that didn't start until September. So I had the summer where I was working a full-time position, but almost 40 hours a week at the shelter. And then I did the AmeriCorps position at Iowa Legal Aid in Dubuque, and that was an 11-month term. So Mm -hmm. um, about May of 2019, um, I knew my term was ending at Legal Aid, but I love working at the shelter part-time and that experience. And so I really reflected on what could make the program better, kind of, what needs I saw, Um, It's a small staff right now. We only have four full-time people. So I approached the director, and I was like, these are the needs I see still for our women and our residents and the Mm -hmm. program in general. So I would like to be create another full-time position here. And it was created. I accepted. And then two weeks into that job that I was working full-time, the case manager left. So then I was kind of promoted, just kind of (laughs) moved around, pretty basic. So... Then I just stuck with that position for the past six months. Yeah, good for you. And I'm sure you're meeting a ton of uh, people in the community mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And so what would you say uh, is the most rewarding part of your job? I love working with the kids and seeing the impact on that. I think that's one of my passions is breaking like the generational problems that we see in mm-hmm. society. So knowing that um, the mom is getting the GED or getting an associate's degree at NICC and the kids being inspired, like, I want to go to college now. My mom is doing this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the little things, the biggest one thing we always celebrate huge is first steps mm-hmm. in the building. Mm-hmm. So infants taking their first steps is just like the best day ever. Sure. Like, <laughs> it's just a smaller thing, but we love seeing that. And then birthdays are always fun, too. We always get gifts for the kids. 
to give to the mo- like from the mom for the kids and then cake and decorations we think birthdays are pretty special always too wow well thank you so much again for doing that and uh, speaking of kids while you were at loris you were very involved in dance marathon a uh, uh, wonderful organization student organization we have here on campus that helps raises raises money for the university university of iowa children's foundation uh so talk about a little bit about that I, I imagine that your passion your involvement with dance marathon and other organizations that Loris kind of helped drive you to where you're at now. Yes. So coming to Loris, I still remember Campus Fest and Dance Marathon was just that fun, crazy group. And they just kind of draw you in with their enthusiasm. So freshman year, I started out as a committee member and I met some great mentors on the outreach team. So we were doing smaller fundraisers with the local schools mm-hmm. and high schools Um that contributed to our grand total, of course, working with those kids and kind of building that leadership and letting them own what they had done was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stayed on the outreach, outreach committee for three years. And then um, my senior year, I served as co-president with uh, Paige Bilstein. And that was just an amazing experience to oversee. And as a committee member, you're kind of sheltered. You're like, these are my tasks. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to do. And then serving as president and overseeing everything that was put into it. Like I had never seen the marketing side and mm-hmm. how much scheduling and things were put into that or morale, how much dancer engagement and texting people every day. So that was just an incredible experience. And of course, working with great friends that I had made over the four years, mm-hmm. the same people and new people coming in. And of course the mission is just so incredible. We got to visit the hospital several times. Mm-hmm. Um, my senior year and throughout all four years and getting really close to the families. And that just kind of expanded my community feel outside of Loris and like with um, families in the community. Um, I would walk to and from work um, from the parking lot with a dance marathon dad at my legal aid Mm -hmm. term. And he would just, how's it going? And it's like a familiar face, even three months after graduation from that, it was really special too yeah that sounds like it and it it sounds like community is one of those aspects that's really important to you Mm -hmm. and do you like those that you met you met probably some of your best friends at Loris doing dance marathon do you still stay in contact with them are they still here or um actually it's good timing I just had a galentine's weekend with all of my roommates so we met in Cedar Rapids um the three of us we all live together kind of interchangeably but we all lived together for three of the four years mm-hmm. um so we try and get together twice a year all four of us if not more with special occasions and whatnot and then just like group chats and old like facebook groups it will just come up on your snapchat memories or other things and like you send it right away like do you remember this day like it cr- it's crazy how time flies but then those memories like connect people so quickly and i don't think that it really is something special about Loris because it doesn't take much to like bring back that spark or the memory or the laughter and everything. Right. No, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's, it's always important to, that's why it's so important to come back and whatnot and keep those connections and, and just remember, just always throw those memories up. That's why I love Dewhawk Day so much. I mean, it's just one day where, you know, if whether you're, celebrating on social media wearing purple and gold and uh, just throwing your favorite Loris memory on social media and that just brings it just takes one memory and then it just kind of spirals from there um and I love hearing that I love hearing those stories was there any um like a moment whether it was in the classroom or even like maybe with dance marathon where you were like 
I kind of want to do this as a career. Um, changing it to maybe just like a hobby or just staying involved. But like, was there any moment where you could be like, I could actually do this for a career? Um, actually, no. Um, <laughs> I was not a social work major and a lot of like my name tag says social worker. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out my forever career. I know I'm passionate about helping people and social injustices and trying to figure that out. So I'm actually applying to the University of Iowa for the fall for a new graduate program for a master's in public affairs with a concentration in public policy. So a lot of the work I've done at Loris and since graduating has been very micro level, person to person contact. Like I will sit down and meet with you. What are your needs? And I think I am more suited and more drawn to macro level where at the shelter I often see if 10 people come in with the same problem that could be fixed by one policy, I find that to be more effective. And I'm kind of interested in a political draw on a local level or something like that. But I think I'm ready to expand beyond the micro level, even though it's I'm very passionate. I think it's very important that people who work on the macro level have that experience so they know what is going on. Like, what are the actual problems like this single person faces? So I'm still trying to figure out the passion, but just like helping people who face any kind of injustice or barrier that isn't being met. Sure. And the beauty of it is, Michaela, is that you're quite young and you've got a lot of time to figure out uh, what area you feel most passionate about where you'll end up. And the micro and macro level uh, stuff that you're talking about right there, I mean, everything comes full circle and it'll make you a well an even more well-rounded individual uh, just being able to know everything. So everyone's going to be coming to you uh, whenever they have, uh, whenever they need anything because you'll know everything. Oh, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, goodness. So uh, if there's a, you know, I always like to ask this question to people before they, they hop off here is um, what piece of advice could you tell um, a current student uh, going through their Loris experience, whether or not they've found their way or not, uh, what, uh, what would you tell them? I would just say take chances and put yourself out of your comfort zone because there are opportunities for that even within the Loris community where you're still comfortable on Loris campus in that. But I would say take that different class if you have no idea what you want to do. Take a science class, take a Spanish class, take a business class, or take a J-term abroad. Those are the opportunities that I really appreciate and I think did kind of change my path. Like I came in as a criminal justice major. I'm going to do this. I want to be a probation officer. This is what I'm going to do. And although it wasn't too far off, I kind of fine-tuned my passions mm -hmm. doing those extracurricular, extra opportunities that I don't think I would have without supportive staff or friends. So if you don't have that person to tell you to do that, I'm telling you to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, and that's good to hear. You have to take risks. You have to step out of your comfort zone, and you have to try new things. Otherwise, you have absolutely no idea what direction you want to go in. And it's okay if, if you're a business major taking a science class and whatnot. It's, it's, it's okay to... Uh, go on an intern, take an internship that might be completely irrelevant from your field. I think it just helps you figure out what path you want to go on. So thank you for saying that. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, it was wonderful to, to see you again. Um, 
and it was wonderful to hear a little bit about what you're, you're doing outside of Loris College now, and we wish you luck with, uh, with grad school, and hopefully when all of that stuff settles, we can bring you back to Dubuque because uh, we like it when people come back to Dubuque and stay. So, Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Mark your calendar for March 19th uh, for the Women's Leadership Alliance and LULAC event. Um, it really will be a, a fun event. We're all looking forward to it. So stay tuned. <laughs>